Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Podcast Network Asia. Awareness is key. Embracing and understanding self-love and compassion through this journey of awareness is also key. Because you can be aware of, oh, I have this pattern or I've been doing this, but you can be hard on yourself, right? So it's a combination of being aware and having self-compassion and being gentle and kind throughout this process. You're listening to Project Loving Myself Podcast, a well-being podcast that shares stories of self-love, mental fortitude, and self-discovery. Hosted by life designer and well-being coach, Sanaya Gurnamal. Hi, I'm Sanaya Gurnamal, and this is the Project Loving Myself Podcast. Join me each week as we navigate through aha moments, new ideas, and flashes of insight from candid conversations that inspire you to get started on your own project of loving yourself. Because the most important relationship you will ever have is the relationship that you have with yourself. You matter. This is Project Loving Myself. Hey, 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 it's your girl, Sanaya, and I'm thrilled to be back with you on season six with episode two. We've been on this incredible journey together for a while now, and I can't express how grateful I am to have you here. Each season feels like a reunion with a long lost friend filled with excitement, celebration, and boundless inspiration. It's a fresh start a blank slate brimming with new possibilities. I can't wait to embark on this season's adventures and see how it all unfolds. So here's me kicking my shoes off, sinking into the couch with my hot cup of coffee and connecting with you once again over today's topic. On this episode, we have a very special guest joining us, my dear friend and cousin, Our moms are sisters, and her name is Maisha Chalani. Maisha is an emotional breakthrough expert with over 12 years of healing and teaching experience. We all go through tough times when things become overwhelming, and Maisha is your go-to girl to guide you through those moments. Maisha specializes in helping women just like you embrace self-love and nurture personal growth. With her mastery in manifesting and a background in various healing modalities, she offers a unique blend of wisdom and compassion. And she's funny too. You'll always get a laugh in with Maisha in the room. As an instructor for Theta Healing classes, she has transformed countless lives. Her clients love her and I do too. On this episode, we'll talk about breakthrough moments and why they are so important 
to redirect your path towards the life that you are born to lead. We'll get in on the upside of working on your inner potential, healing wounds, and cultivating self-acceptance. Under Maisha's influence, you'll make your peace with your inner conflicts and find the confidence to lead an intentional life. So let's get right into this empowering conversation with Maisha as she shares her take on self-love and personal growth. Welcome to the show, Maisha. Thank you for having me back. I'm so happy to be here once again on PLM. And of course, I love you too. So excited to have this um, conversation with you, which is so important. So Maisha, lay it down for me. What are we talking about over here? What are emotional breakthroughs? What are emotional breakthrough moments? You know, can you break it down for us and explain why is this such a crucial part of personal growth and well-being? I mean, we all want to know how these transformative moments can truly impact our lives. So just to get right into it, it involves actually breaking free from limitations. Now, we all are living our lives as we go along and with what already exists. And when we talk about breaking free or having an emotional breakthrough, we're talking about the daring to envision something else, something different, a future that maybe we never thought was possible. And this process, as you know, you know, requires a lot of um, heavy lifting in terms of wanting to be a bit more clear or understand what you want in your life, right? Some of us think we want certain things, but is that what we really want? So when we have an emotional breakthrough, what is really required is internal reflection, right? We have to be clear about what is really buried underneath. Is it what society expects of us or what we want? Is it our self-doubt? Is it our fear that's propelling us from not allowing ourselves to break through from this experience, to be able to envision a different future? So that's something which I think is really important for all of us to understand and explore. So it's kind of like what I said earlier, right? There's the life we're living, and then there's a life that we were born to lead, like the person we were meant to be. And so what you're talking about is really the gap between the two, right? Where you are, where you could be, where you should be, where you might want to be. And you're saying that an emotional breakthrough moment will actually get us there. Is that right, Maisha? Absolutely. It's a journey of self-discovery, right? So as you mentioned, you know, a lot of times we look at breaking free or emotional breakthroughs. An easier way to understand it is these aha moments that we have, right? We have this all of a sudden, you know, profound realization or a breakthrough that brings a sense of ah clarity. Now I understand. Now it makes sense. Now everything seems to, you know, that puzzle kind of is put together. Suddenly, you know, all these dots, they start to connect. And that is the feeling of emotionally breaking through something. This veil has been lifted. So it's really cool because it will make you realize what has been truly stopping you and how to break free from that. So Maisha, what would actually, you know, trigger someone or motivate them to seek an emotional breakthrough? Or maybe a better question is, what are the signs in their life that they should be? seeking um, an emotional breakthrough or they're looking for it or they're ready for it? How does one get there? 
There are many different situations or scenarios, right? And it's really simple. I don't like where I'm at and I want something better or I want things to shift or change or, you know, even the idea or the thought that there can be something better. And it's not, um, it's not very often that people explore or dabble in that idea, right? Because it's the unknown. Really? Could it really be better? So people kind of are familiar and they're in this safe space or their comfort zone. So going back to your question, how would you know that you need some form of breakthrough is maybe you're not happy where you're at now, you know, and some people can see that in terms of depression or low mood or anxiety or stress, or there's a lot going on in their lives. It could be just the sense of not having a purpose or feeling maybe they're in a relationship where it's difficult and relationships aren't supposed to be difficult. Maisha, I love what you said because you made it really, really simple. Like if you are in a space where it's like, I don't like where I'm at. I'm not happy. You know, I want change. I don't like it here. Right. You guys heard that. It's as simple as I don't like where I'm at. If you feel I don't like where I'm at, I want change. You are ready. You are primed. You know, you are deserving of an emotional breakthrough because an emotional breakthrough will get you to change. It will get you to that aha moment that you talked about, Maisha, that will perhaps um, change course, redirect, make different choices, whatever it might take to get out of wherever you're at that you don't like. Okay. So I love how simple you've made it. And I think that that's something everyone can really chew on. Now, tell me a little bit more about the common emotional challenges. You've mentioned some of them, you know, relationships, and so on. But what are some of the most common emotional challenges that people are facing, perhaps right now, that act as a roadblock, you know, to personal growth, to well-being, to feeling happy, and for people to live like their their best life? What are the things that are getting in the way? Because it's amazing to me how our challenges can hold us back so much that we forget that we are being held back. You know, like when you're in that situation where it feels like there's no way out. You've actually gotten to a point of believing that there's no way out. This is the only way. You know, you've become almost like brainwashed by your situation and you don't think it gets any better. And it really takes someone else to shine their light or to say something or it really kind of, you know, it requires a lot for you, like get your head above that and be like, wait a minute, there's a whole world out here. You know, there's there's hope, there's change, there's potential for something different. It doesn't have to be that way. And that's a really difficult place to be in. So tell me a little bit about that. What are these challenges? What are these blocks? Absolutely. I agree with you completely. I think that when it comes down to it, a lot of our past traumas or maybe beliefs that we're carrying from what we've experienced is really something that blocks us from being able to move forward, right? If you've had an experience where you failed at a business or a job, maybe trying for another position, it's a little bit harder, right? It's more challenging to break through. Then what happens is you get within your comfort zone. Maybe for some people, it's relationship trauma where they have somebody has broken up with them. I've had a lot of clients coming in not being able to move forward or 
create and you're a pro at this and manifest their soulmates, right? Because of the trauma that they're carrying from past or previous relationships. So trauma and the past and hanging on to these experiences and negative experiences, they've really left a lasting emotional wound in people. And this is something that I see very frequently or more often that it's because of that that they're stuck, which is why through the journey of emotional breakthrough, we start off, as we discussed, we're looking at where am I at now and where do I want to be? You know, and it's not easy for somebody to see where they want to be because of these traumas or these experiences where it kind of has that veil that I talked about, where they're not able to see the future, what could be. So a lot of our traumas are something that stops us from moving forward. That's one of them for sure. Yeah. So what you're saying is it's like the past is always blocking us. And what we need every now yeah. and then is to come up for air. You know, it's like you got to just take a breather. You got to zoom out. Maybe you got to see things a little bit differently. And that's kind of, you know, a good moment to go seek outside help, you know, to get a different perspective, to have like a check-in, right? Like, is this where I want to be? You know, is this the best way to go about my life? Is my past getting in the way? So I guess what you're saying is it's really important for people who are struggling, who are in the midst of conflict to take a step back or to step out of it and just recalibrate, you know, find a different perspective, like just take a pause and say, wait a minute, can I change this? Can I get out of this? Because when you're in it, it's really hard. It's a struggle. It's hard to see the light, you know, it's hard to see the way out. Now, when someone actually gets on this journey to achieve an emotional breakthrough, like they actually start asking questions about their life or they, you know, they want to change things, right? What are they actually aiming for with an emotional breakthrough? Like, what is the positive outcome that they can get from breaking through emotionally from whatever is keeping them stuck? Because it's always inspiring, right? To see the possibilities that lie on the other side of taking a step forward or of getting help or of doing something different. So tell me about that. So what I feel with based on my clients and my experience is when one seeks this emotional breakthrough, a lot of the times what people are looking for is a sense of freedom, right? That's the outcome that they want to feel from that experience or even a sense of feeling in control of their life versus everything's just happening and you don't know how to take charge or take back that power with what's going on around you. So this feeling of freedom, the feeling of feeling more empowered that you can control your situation and your life is something that is really a big experience. A lot of people experience that or are looking for that, right? I know we have a lot of personal growth since the pandemic. A lot of people have come out and said, you know, I don't want to sacrifice or compromise on my personal growth and myself and my healing and my well-being. That's something that people want to sustain. And hence, they're looking at emotional breakthrough to be able to continue their journey as well. And even maybe the outcome is improved relationships, a sense of purpose even, or a feeling of fulfillment is something that people tend to look for when they have this emotional breakthroughs. 
at the end of the day, we all want to feel like we belong and we have a place in this world. You know, Maisha, I noticed this with so many of my clients. It's like they do a class or they have a session and then they say to me, you know, Sanaya, I don't know why it took me so long to get like to come in. You know, I don't know why I didn't just book a session earlier. I don't know why I just didn't take the class. Like I just wasted all this time going around in circles when the answer was just in front of me. All I needed to do was ask for help and then take action, you know, take positive action towards it. Whether it is coming in for a class, you know, whether it's booking a session, whether it's getting together with a fellow, you know, someone else on the journey with you who can coach you or help you. So whatever it is, you know, taking positive action, it feels like the action, that initial action is so much harder when you get into it. It's like, oh yeah, why didn't I do this before? Right? So I know a lot of people feel that way when they're stuck in a situation, right? They feel lost, overwhelmed. They don't know how to start their healing process. They don't know what to do. So how does someone who's caught up, like sucked into the quicksand of whatever's going on in their life, how do they remember that there is a solution? How do they, you know, get out of that funk and actually take action towards resolution or a solution? So what are those initial steps or practices that you want, you would recommend for someone who needs an emotional breakthrough, but doesn't know how to get one or doesn't remember that they can in fact get one? Well, the first most important factor is awareness, right? Awareness is key. So embracing and understanding self-love and compassion through this journey of awareness is also key because you can be aware of, oh, I have this pattern or I've been doing this, but you can be hard on yourself, right? So it's a combination of being aware and having self-compassion and being gentle and kind throughout this process, right? Treat yourself with the same understanding and compassion that you would to a dear friend, right? This is something that I think will really start you off on a good footing in front. Now, what tends to happen, Sanaya, is when people have an awareness, they think, okay, now that I'm aware, that's it, right? That's it. I, I got it. Now, things are going to shift and things are going to change. Well, awareness is a great and a crucial starting point, right? To really foster personal growth and lasting, and the key word is lasting emotional well-being, it must be combined, right, with wisdom, with understanding how you got to where you are. So obviously, the first point is awareness. And the next step is, what do I do with this awareness, right? How do I take this awareness and how do I get wisdom from it? How do I retain what I'm supposed to learn from this situation so I don't keep recreating the patterns, right? When you are aware, when you are ready to take that next step so that you don't fall back into that loop or that cycle, this will allow you to then take inspired action. And then when you're inspired, then you will be consistent in moving forward. Right. And so the goal is when you are aware, 
you want to take it to the next step and take action towards this. Maybe like you mentioned, it's um, seeing somebody that can guide you and help you. Maybe it's exploring further by journaling or meditating or kind of understanding more about the origin points of your situation. So I think those are a few ideas that can help the journey or start you on that journey into um, eventual breakthrough. I think it's so important for, you know, for us to give practical advice for people, you know, things they can actually do. So I love that you started with awareness because awareness is something we all have the capacity to kind of develop, right? It just means you're paying attention. It means you are seeking information and knowledge and that builds your awareness. And of course, you know, when you have someone who's mentoring you, guiding you or someone that's coaching you, helping you, that that accelerates the whole process of building awareness, right? When you go into a class, that accelerates the process of building awareness. And the journey never ends. I just want to add, you know, like you and me and we all continue on this journey. You know, it's not a journey that ends, which I want to highlight, right? And it's going to be easier and it's more fun as you go along because life gets easier. Absolutely. And, you know, even someone listening in, right? Anyone listening in to our conversation today, this is building awareness. Anyone following the podcast absolutely, is growing their awareness. So it's something very easy to do and everybody has access to it. So I think it's so important to highlight that a lot of these tools are available to us, you know, they're readily available. What would be some other like strategies or techniques, Maisha, that you would recommend for a person to use to get an emotional breakthrough or to get on this path of seeking answers, clarity? How can people take advantage of some of the other tools and strategies that are out there? This way, you know, we're giving people like really practical ways of, you know, feeling empowered and going about their life. So as I mentioned, maybe affirmations and meditations might be a good way to start off on this journey. Um, creating a practice of maybe getting up in the morning and journaling for a little bit is a good idea as well. That'll allow you to really truly understand yourself and what you really want in your life versus all those voices in your head. Breathing exercises are also really great for you to let go of any stored um, energies in your body as well. Developing good practices is really important. But Sinai, what I feel that we lack as a community or in general is, you know, the ability to regulate our emotions, right? I feel that that is something that we didn't really grow up as children understanding how to do. And so I feel that is also a key part to be able to learn that. And it's never too late, right? We can kind of learn healthier ways to regulate and express our emotions. A lot of the times we get triggered. And so this could also lead to you journaling and being more self-aware, as I mentioned, or maybe even art therapy or talking to a friend or a therapist or, you know, trying to understand a little bit more about why am I reacting the way that I am and how can I change my 
um, way of behavior or how can I change the way that I express myself so that I don't get what we call triggered or affected by a situation or become overwhelmed or, you know, feel like I'm not able to express myself and feel repressed. And so I feel going back to really understanding how to regulate our emotions and express ourselves is also very important. And there are many different ways that we can do that, um, whether it's learning tools for us to be able to do that as well. So I think that's also important. I'm glad you actually brought that up because for me, emotional regulation is a really big topic. And in fact, I think I'm actually going to do an episode on it. Emotional regulation, I think is, you're right. It's something most of us, most people have not learned because our parents did not understand emotional regulation. But let's define it, right? Emotional regulation is our ability to have control over our emotional state. And this is probably one of the biggest challenges for people is that they get overcome over or overwhelmed by their emotions. And then what happens? You lash out, you react, um, you shut down, you get anxious over prolonged um, emotional dysregulation, the inability to have control over your emotions. And when people break up from a relationship, they get emotionally dysregulated. Um, children get emotionally dysregulated all the time. So it's a really big topic and it is so important. And I think that just learning how to have control over our emotions is a really huge thing. It, it is something that everyone needs to kind of pay attention to and, and recognize how their emotions can just completely take over, you know, and that creates absolutely the trigger, right? So um, I think you're absolutely right about that is kind of focusing on that emotional dysregulation, learning how to manage your emotions. And I think that's where the idea of an emotional breakthrough is so valid and so relevant because if you're constantly overwhelmed with emotions and you can't think straight because face it, when you're emotional, you're not logical, you're not rational, you're often not even reacting to the situation, but you're reacting to every single time you've felt those negative emotions. So it's like a compounded effect. So you're, you're often, you know, Set, you know, the other person will say you're overreacting. I mean, come on, you guys. Mm, have you? Uh, that's, that's a big trigger. Right? That's a big trigger. And <laughs> I hear that. that all the time. And I'm sure if you are listening in, you're like, yep, that's me. I've been told that I am overreacting. And overreacting is really just emotional dysregulation, right? It comes from being emotionally dysregulated where you don't really have a handle on how you're feeling. It's so overwhelming and it's a compounded effect from so many different times that you felt that way. And all your emotions are raging, they're going wild. And then it prompts you to behave in ways that you probably regret later. You're like, I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have done that. I remember those days when I would have those conversations in my own head, like, ah, Sanaya, why did you say that? Like, did you really need to say that? Look at what you've done now, right? Because you like, when you say that one, one thing too far, you know, when you hit below the belt, like there's no going back from that. It's already out. Those words are out. You've done the damage. It's irrevocable, right? And then it compounds into you feeling guilty, you feeling bad about yourself. And 
it adds on to more um, emotional dysregulation, right? It compounds that way too. Yeah, absolutely. And so when you're having those kinds of moments regularly, you know, that shows up in your conflicts over and over again, right? Where you feel your behavior is no longer in your control. Your emotional state is something you don't have control over, whether it's lashing out at your children or at your partner or at, you know, people at work or even like the grab driver or, you know, like it could be like random strangers and you just kind of like flip out at them. I mean, that is a really big sign that your emotions are just all over the place. We call that emotional dysregulation, the inability to regulate your emotions. And a case like that would be perfect to get some guidance on emotionally breaking through that. Like you do need that. So that's actually a pretty brilliant point to bring up. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Now, Maish, through your years of experience, have you come across, you know, any common misconceptions or myths surrounding, let's say, emotional breakthroughs or like for someone to go seek help, someone who is looking for healing, support, therapy, you know, anything that would lead to an emotional breakthrough? Have you come across these misconceptions um, and are they you know, do they get in the way of people's ability to actually break out of all of this? Tell me a little bit about that so we can set the record straight and guide those listening in, in the right direction. So I mentioned this a little bit earlier was, you know, if you're aware about something, you think just because I'm aware of it, now all of a sudden the world is going to change. And now I am going to behave differently, right? Now, that's something that um, is a misconception, right? Awareness is great, but if you didn't have the ability to regulate yourself in the first place, just by being aware is, um, is a great start, but moving forward is important. So I think that is a misconception people have because they'll start off with, oh, now that I understand, that's it. But then it just keeps happening again and again because you have some form of trauma in the past or there's a reason why you became the way that you did, right? Okay. So what does a person do at that point? So they've got awareness, which is a giant leap forward mm -hmm. because you're better off knowing and understanding than not knowing at all, Correct. right? Absolutely. But now they're aware, but they can't necessarily change the behavior effectively or it, mm -hmm. or it changes sometimes, but not all the time, or it's not consistent or... You know, so what is a person to do at that point? At that point, I would suggest 
coming to see us. Okay, so I would suggest going to see somebody that can really help you to understand why. If you do not understand why you are behaving in the way that you're behaving, then you will continue to behave the way that you'll behave. That's just the rules. That's the law. If you don't behave or act differently, things will just be the same around you. You know, can I give an example maybe for how this can impact a person's life? So I had a client who was coming in for an emotional breakthrough, actually. And she was in a long distance relationship. And things were going really well with her and her partner. And then she started to feel or that she was overthinking. So she started to feel a little bit attached. And every time he would hang up the phone, she would think, oh, is he going to call another girl? Or what's he doing now? Why isn't he texting me back? So she started to get anxious about it. So she came in and she says, this is what's happening to me, right? So we spoke about what she wants in her life. And she says, you know, I want to feel secure in my relationship and have peace of mind. And of course, if there is a reason to doubt her partner, and it's a valid reason for her to act on it, right? Because sometimes we get confused. Is it my fear or is it my instinct or intuition? So the key to this was to understand, or it's twofold, feeling secure and being able to trust herself and her instinct or in her intuition, right? Without thinking that she's overthinking this. So when we were talking about where she is, where she wants to be, we unraveled something really very interesting. During this conversation that we were having, it led to her realizing that growing up, she had three other siblings. And so they had to really compete for attention and compete for approval, right? So every time that she needed to or she wanted that attention or approval, she would try to put herself out there or do something to earn it or to deserve it. So what ended up happening is some of the times she was the option or second choice. She wasn't the first choice all the time. So that's where she realized that her pattern was, I always think that I'm second best or I'm second choice, which is why now in this relationship, she's also thinking the same thing. It's playing out, right? She was afraid that she was going to be second choice, right? She has this wonderful guy who loves her, right? But she feels or fears that she's second choice. So that's the breakthrough, right, Maisha? Like her realization Correct. that, oh... I'm behaving this way in my relationship with this partner of mine right now, but actually goes back to being, you know, one of three siblings and we had to compete for our parents' attention and I wouldn't always win or I wouldn't always get it. So therefore I am kind of repeating that story with my current boyfriend thinking I got to compete for his attention or I might be second best. And that's the root of all those kind of fears and insecurities that were coming up for her. Yeah. So that was the breakthrough moment that was essentially yeah. the outcome of that session or that conversation, correct? Yes. And I want to add what was really interesting was prior to this relationship, she did attract somebody who did cheat on her and who did make her feel that she was second best. So this pattern is something, it's not just now, it's been happening. 
And so after our sessions and moving forward, which is what she decided to do, she was ready to commit to wanting to change this cycle, to change this pattern. So she moved into doing a session and working on herself. And now she is fully present in her relationship with her partner and she's actually enjoying it. She's not at the back of her mind thinking, oh, what's going to happen? Or, you know, what is he going to do when she, when he hangs up the phone? And in fact, the best part of this is it translated in other areas of her life where her dad's also behaving differently towards her. And not only that, at work, she is and has become more confident to know that she's the best person for this job versus thinking, what if somebody else gets promoted and is second best? Right. Because whatever issue we have in our life is not just restricted to one area. It's almost always repeating in other areas, but in like hidden ways, it might not be as clear as the area that's giving us the most stress or pain. And, you know, this kind of reminds me of a quote that I've shared before on one of the PLM episodes. When you change the way you look at things, then the things around you change. That's Wayne Dyer. And it was basically the idea of, you know, when you stop seeing the world a certain way, the world around you no longer behaves in that way, you know? So it's like when she stopped thinking of herself as being in competition or second best, she no longer was, right? Like she was now number one and the only person in her partner's life, but also in every other area of her life. I love that. That's such a great example, Aisha. Now, tell me, what are some words of advice or encouragement that you would like to share with whoever's listening in to this episode? So essentially, we are at the end of the episode. And I would love to get your Project Loving Myself mantra, um, something you would like to share with others, something you follow that would really you know, empower listeners to take this step towards emotionally breaking through? I think what's really important is staying curious and being open-minded, right? If you're curious on why you are behaving the way that you are and want to seek change and you have this open mind, remember you are never alone in your pursuit. You will have many options for you to be able to seek support and trusted individuals who can help you through this journey. So stay curious, be open-minded, and keep moving forward, right? You will find the people around you that will help you. Love it, Maisha. It was very much, you know, to the point and to the heart. So I want to thank you for this amazing conversation. It was such a great way, I think, to start season Six. This is our second episode of season six, but you know, I'm really aiming this season to give people a lot of ideas and options on how they can, you know, create that life that they really want for themselves. And I think finding those emotional breakthrough moments, you know, it is those moments that really, really matter that have the biggest impact on the direction that we take in life. Now, if you're feeling inspired and ready to experience a guided emotional breakthrough as a special perk for following this podcast, I got Maisha to offer a limited number of free 20-minute emotional breakthrough sessions with her. 
So guys, it is limited because Maisha only has a certain amount of slots available in her calendar and her schedule for this. So if you are interested in testing the waters, learning more about how you can emotionally break through whatever drama is going on in your life, then go to this link. It's bit.ly slash emotional breakthrough dash MC. MC is for Maisha Chalani. Okay. I'm going to put the link in the description for this episode as well. So I highly recommend you take this opportunity. Okay. Cause you can't go wrong, right? It's a 20 minute session. You know, if anything, you come out with clarity and Maisha's super good at this. So I would definitely recommend joining in for this. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you, Maisha. Tell people how can they reach you, how they can follow you, find you, give them your deets. So everybody can find me on Maisha at thirdeyeonline.com. And you can also connect with me through Instagram, Maisha Chilani. And of course, through the Third Eye Wellness, please do connect with us if you have any questions. Manila at thirdeyeonline.com as well. Beautiful. Thank you once again, Maisha, for sharing those brilliant examples from your client sessions and really telling us all about this idea of getting the emotional breakthrough in your life in order to, you know, clear away whatever is getting in the way, in the path, in your path of actually getting to the life that you want to live. Today's episode was all about taking that courageous step towards your own breakthroughs and embracing the possibilities that await you when you do that. In quotes today is one from Mel Robbins. No matter how small the step, forward is forward. So onward and forward, you march with courage. You've got this. Thank you for joining me on Project Loving Myself Season 6. Episodes will drop every Monday, Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you can be notified every time an episode drops. Follow me on socials at Project Loving Myself Podcast and follow me personally at Sanaya Gurnamal. This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Network Asia and powered by Pod Machine. You are loved. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.